Pre from Leith number 290. If you're all sitting comfortably, then I'll begin.
welcome to Three From Leith number 290, which is pioneering a brand new way of recording this week via the iPad. Let's hope it all goes very well because it's been done live rather than recording the tracks individually or the vocals individually and editing the whole thing together at the end. This is seat of the pants stuff. Opening the show this week, you had a track from Purr, who featured a couple of shows ago. Uh, they're a Manchester band, and the track was called Explosion. That was taken from their Future Architects EP, which came out on the 1st of June, I believe. So that's some time ago. But then again, I haven't been podcasting much, as you well know, and as I keep saying every time I come to do another recording. But yeah, I'm back. I've had my lovely holiday in Slovenia. Scorching weather, 37 plus degrees for practically the whole two weeks. And a fabulous time was had by all. Well, a fabulous time was had by me up in the mountains. You know what? I never actually introduce the uh, soundbed music. And since I'm, uh, I've got my finger on a button here fading it in and out, Maybe I should tell you it is. The soundbed is from uh, Karen and Cheville, and the track is called In the Sky, and this is the original mix. I think I've played this one a few times before, but different mixes, because it goes quite well with the podcast. It does sound very nice in the background. So I hope you've all had a fabulous summer so far. Uh, well, so far the summer's just a bit over. We're now recording on the 29th of August. Almost in September. I can see it's getting dark early at night and it's getting dark very early in the morning. It's now dark when I leave. When I cycle to work, the sun's not come up yet. I think the sun wasn't due up till about 25 past 6 this morning. But I've been having a day of work and uh, it was originally supposed to be uh, a day off to go and do things in the fringe. But this week I've been suffering from a bit of a strange cold, which has almost disappeared and you can just can't hear it in my voice. But Two days ago, my nose was running like a tap, sneezing all over the place, it was going into my chest, it was terrible, and then it's just gone. But I did have a real thumper of a headache that came on last night, and it was still there today, so I decided not to bother really going anywhere, just taking it easy. And that's what I've been doing, except I went out and bought a little attachment so that I could, uh, I could plug everything into the iPad and use this new application that I've got which I downloaded and paid for, I suppose, uh, to record the podcast live, called Boss Jock. And I must admit, I've got an absolute panic going on here, trying to figure out if I'm doing it properly, and watching how much time's left on the sound bed in case it runs out. But then again, the whole thing loops, I believe. So, bear with me as this goes on. Anyway... Rather than waffling on, let's get another track in. This is from a band who've never been played the podcast before. The band are called Micro Goro. And this track is called Crapford.
Cratford. Now, you would think that that band sounded very British, but in fact, they are from Italy and are currently based between Italy and Reykjavik in Iceland. They're three piece, and that track was taken from their debut eponymous EP Micro Goro, which has three tracks chock full of early 70s energetic brick rock with punk leanings. The band is Andrea Marashi who does the vocals, guitar and programming, Andrea Marcellini on bass, and Tommaso Adanti on drums. The first two met nine years ago through a mutual friend and have been making music together ever since. Micro Goro itself arose from the ashes of their previous project. Uh, they said they couldn't find reliable musicians to form a proper group with a stable lineup, and every time it ended up being just the two of them. And then eventually they were joined by Tommaso the drummer and formed a band in 2014. That EP, I think it came out on the 24th of August, so that's uh, fairly new there. And if you want to find out more about the band, you can find them on, uh, well, I think the EP you can buy from Bandcamp at My Cruel Goro, that's G-O-R-O Goro, at, I'm sorry, I was going to say at Bandcamp, but it's microgoro.bandcamp.com forward slash releases. You can find it there. They're also on Facebook under facebook.com forward slash mycruelgoro. So, now, I think I was telling you about my holiday earlier, wasn't I? Yeah. And the fabulous time I had in the fantastic heat. And this year, I managed to escape without any nasty hangovers. Well, in fact, there was one hangover when I went out with uh, my Slovenian pal. One of many times we went out, but uh, this time I managed to avoid more than one hangover. Which is good, because the, the I think the day after the hangover I went for a massive walk just to clear it out. In that heat, with lots of water. Thankfully this year I bought myself a, ma- a big 3 litre water bladder to go in the rucksack. And that kept me hydrated because it was sweltering and I was losing fluid at a remarkable rate. A.K.A. sweating buckets. But that's what happens when you're going up steep hills in the heat. I don't think I should be surprised by that. And I rewarded myself with a few beers when I got back. Just to finish the hangover off with the hair of a dog. We actually had quite a few nights out and uh, thankfully the only one that ended up with hangovers was him. Because I managed to behave myself quite well. Which was strange for me because I really don't drink much, apart from a Friday night G&T once a week. That's me. Whereas out there, I had to harden myself. It was a, yeah. It was a real hardship having to go out every night and sit in the sun and read my book and uh, drink a couple of pints of beer. I I really don't know how I put up with that. It was hard work. But I suppose that, that eased me in and got me ready for uh, for the nights out with my friend. Although the best night out, I think, was the night we ended up in his house. He was fairly well gone by the time I met up with him. And uh, once he got his daughter to bed, sat with his wife and him out in his balcony and a thunderstorm had hit. And he was showing off all these lovely little plants he had in his balcony. He grows all his own herbs and things because he enjoys his cooking. He considers himself a bit of a Jamie Oliver of Slovenia. And he was showing off the herbs and of course he has a chilli plant. 
and he decided that I should try one of his chilies raw. And the first bite was fine. The second bite, the heat kicked in. So I wisely, after that, thought, I'm not going to eat any more of that. He picked one. He ate it. And then the heat kicked in with him. And he got a bit of a shock. But then after it sort of subsided a bit, he ate the rest of the thing. And of course, I warned him. Next day, that's going to come back and bite you. And indeed it did. I think the next day, that was I think that was my last night. I met him the next morning for a coffee in the morning. He was going to go to his work. And I've never seen him look so hungover. And he was suffering in the stomach from his chilli as well. So... <laughs> I was wise. I think that night with his wife, I I stayed on the low alcohol beers and didn't drink too many of the cans of beer that you tried to give me. So, fantastic holiday. Lots of climbing. And it was was hard coming back to the UK. I think when we got back here, the temperatures were probably went from 37 plus. I think it was barely scraping 10 when I got back to Glasgow which is a bit of a shock to the system. But there you go, we have to live with these kind of things you come back. At least I had a bit of a summer this year. The UK really hasn't had much of a summer. Well, I think down south they've had some, but up here, probably the worst summer I can ever remember. It's not really been a summer. It's more been sort of autumn winter the whole time through. But since I came back, I've been to a few uh, shows at the Edinburgh Festival Stroke Fringe. Yasna and I went to see uh, I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, which is a very famous Radio 4 comedy panel show, which has been going for over 40 years. This was the the British stage tour, and we had a fabulous time at that. And then last week I had Friday off to go and do Fringe Things, that was up Friday part one, and I went to see The Missing Hancocks, which was where someone found some of the Hancock's half-hour radio scripts for episodes where the recordings had been lost and they decided to put them on as stage shows or recreate them with a bunch of actors who could impersonate fairly well the characters they were reproducing from Hancock's half-hour. I think they did it last year on the radio as a special but now they brought it up to the fringe for live shows and they presented or performed should I say two scripts and it was fabulous. It was almost like being back in 1956, I think that script was from. Kevin McNally did a brilliant Hancock. The guy who played Kenneth Williams was spot on. And uh, Alex Lowe as uh, Bill Kerr, fabulous too. And of course, Simon Greenall, the voice of uh, the Meerkat from the Meerkat adverts for that. Should I mention the name? CompareTheMarket.com <laughs> Or CompareTheMeerkat.com Simon Greenall, also from uh, Alan Partridge's Michael the Geordie who did a fabulous Sid James And what else? I think that was really it. We had uh, The Fringe came to work and we got three comedy acts in an hour for a fiver I got to see the Scottish Falsetto Sock the Puppet Theatre Company Something they've always wanted to see were brilliant And uh, I think that's it Did I go and see anything else? No What else has been happening over the summer? Well, Yasna 
announced to me when we were walking home after, I'm sorry, I haven't a clue, that she was getting her septum pierced the next day. Something that she'd wanted done and was told she was going to have to wait till she was 16. Wait a year. Try a practice one. A fake one that fitted in for the year and then see after the year she still wanted to have it. And uh, for some reason her mum agreed that she could have it now. So she's now had her septum pierced. She's got a little ring through the centre of her nose. Which uh, can't see I'm brilliantly happy about. But then again, I think it could be worse. At least with the septum ring, she can if she gets fed up, she can take it out and you'll never notice that she's ever had anything done. So it's not like a tattoo or anything that you can't get rid of. But... Oh, how long for the time when, uh, just about a year ago, just over a year ago, before she discovered clothes, fashion and uh, piercings, when she wasn't a girly girl and she didn't like any of that kind of stuff. I wish she was back at that again. Anyway, waffling. And uh, it's very off-putting because there's a bit of a, it's a bit of a delay in the vocals when I'm doing this, so... I'm hearing my own voice through bone connectivity, connectivity, conductivity in my head. I can hear my own voice, but my voice through the headphones is a fraction of a second behind, and it's really off-putting. Have you ever seen these experiments on science programs where they gradually increase the delay of what people hear and what they're saying, and it completely puts them off talking altogether? They can't speak. Well, that's almost what I'm like. And uh, it's getting harder and harder as time goes on. Anyway, yeah, probably time to start uh, playing out soon. And I'm going to play out with two tracks from a band called Zurich. So we've gone from Italy and uh, Iceland to Zurich. Now, the members of uh, Zurich, I don't believe, are from Zurich. Should be a bit uh, strange if they were. Yeah. Yep, Zurich are an English rock band. Apologies for the delay there. Getting a bit uh, confused of what I'm doing. English rock band from Oxford who play widescreen post punk rock with a nod to the darker side of 80s electronic pop. You can find out more about them on their uh, their website, which is zurichofficial.co.uk. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash zurichofficial. And the tracks that I'm going to play, Chemical and Menace, are taken from their uh, five-track EP called Small Wars, which doesn't actually come out yet. It's, uh, sorry, hasn't come out yet. It's not due to be released until the 21st of September. So, this is new. They're actually going on tour as well to support the EP. Let me see. Oh, they're going to be in Edinburgh on the 5th of October. You could pop along and see them, I suppose. Uh, you can find out all the details on their website and on their Facebook page. And talking of gigs, I'm going to go and see one of my all-time favourite artists, John Watts, who's uh, doing a Fisher's Ed solo, solo, solo show in Edinburgh on the 4th of September. So that's a week today. So I'm looking forward to that. 
uh, last time I saw him was what, the Fringe when he did a the musical theatre piece two years ago now? Or was it even three years ago? I can't remember. But anyway, looking forward to going and seeing that. If you're in the Edinburgh area, why don't you buy a ticket for that as well and pop along? Tickets are uh, on sale, I think, via Ripping Records. So go into the Ripping Records website. Just type Ripping Records into Google and you'll find it. I don't have the address handy. You can get a ticket from that. And I'll see you there. So that's just about it from me. I'm going to wrap this up before I get completely confused with my delayed voice. And uh, thanks for listening. Thank you for staying subscribed. Thank you for continuing to support the independent artists in 2012. And I will hopefully speak to you again very soon. Till then, thanks for listening. And uh, cheerio.